welcome back to the podcast, Investing Should Be Easy. This is a podcast for people who are interested in investing, but may not necessarily know how to get started. So this show is going to kind of walk you through ideas and investment strategies that can get you more comfortable and get you more relaxed and so you can get started. I'm Alex Richwagon, your host, and my show is focused on identifying a long-term strategy in pursuit of growth and dividends to be better off financially, making life easier. I'm here to help you walk through this journey with an effective and affordable way to invest. I put this podcast and my book together to help others just like you. If you have questions or comments, uh, something you want me to answer or something re-explain a little better, go ahead and send me an email to alex.richwagon at gmail.com. That's an E, not an O at the end. And visit my website at alexrichwagon.com as well. In today's show, we are going to review a new company that is also a dividend reinvestment plan, which is uh, it's a company, basically the, how they set up a company is you can invest directly through a company. It's very low fees, very affordable. You can invest as little as 50 bucks a month. And the platform that we're going to go through this is on ComputerShare. I've talked about ComputerShare in depth in the first couple episodes. So if you want more more in depth and like why we're going to use those companies, those are like good episodes to kind of go back as episodes one and two. So the, the company we're going to look at today is Tiffany's. Tiffany's is a very well-known brand. Um, all, I would say, women out there know Tiffany's, uh, what they do, what they sell. Uh, they sell engagement rings. They sell diamonds. They sell necklaces. That's their main um, piece of the marketplace. They also sell other things, and we're going to go through some of those things and how uh, we look at how they're looking for growth in the future. The three different ways that we're going to look at this company is the show's laid out. We're going to go through um, Google Finance. We're going to go to high level macro, um, how the company's position, how the stock's trading. And then we're going to go to Finviz, that's F I N V I Z dot com. And then lastly, we're going to look at the company's investor relations section to see what they are projecting out as their future catalyst and even look at their last conference call to see what they went through and what they see over the next um, 12 to 18 months, if you will. So we're going to get started by looking into Google Finance. So first thing I have up is uh, just type in finance.google.com, and we're going to look up Tiffany's. Now, when you type that into the search bar, you can either use Tiffany's or you can use their stock symbol, which is TIF, Tom India Frank, into the Google Finance search engine. I pull it up and the stock is trading around $92. And I'm kind of dive into a little bit further of what I see and just the overall perspective here. So first thing I realize is their PDE ratio. PDE ratio is a price to earnings ratio. And it basically gives you a gauge of if the stock or the company is trading um, higher than the market average or below the market average? Is it undervalued or is it experiencing more growth and expecting more growth in the future? The market overall is trading at about 17, 18 on a PDE ratio. Tiffany's I see is uh, just over 25, which means it's experiencing higher growth than the market. And what do I mean by that is if I look past the last six, six to 12 months, the company has grown significantly, almost uh, 20% on average. So about a year ago, it was trading, let's see, around $80 a share. 
actually let me let me change that a year ago it was trading at $61 a share and it's at 92 today so that's almost a 50% improvement for over about a year so you can see how that PDE makes sense as far as they've grown faster or higher than the market overall the next thing I want to look at is their their market cap is it a low low medium or large cap company this is around 11 billion dollars which puts it in the second tier of a middle cap company mid cap company means a low cap is like let's say like I'll, I'll kind of start back from back to scratch so a small cap every company starts out as like a small cap company except for like your facebooks and your snapchats a small cap is like starting out experiencing high growth not really mature if you will mid cap is kind of the middle between that and a very mature company like a walmart it's very sustainable growth you know exactly what to expect this is in the middle tier so it's kind of in the the middle zone between those two uh, layers and then the other item is their dividend ratio they're paying out about uh, just over two percent uh, dividend and the one thing that I bring that up is looking into their net income um, to see is that cash uh, dividend safe because as a rule of thumb when you're paying out a dividend you want it you don't want to pay all of your proceeds as a company out as a dividend if you're paying out too much that means your future growth can be stalled because you really can't afford that dividend and it shows a weakness and instability in the company as far as one more um, item to look at here is the institutional ownership which is uh, could be an important gauge that means uh, big mutual funds um, big big companies institutional investors that invest hundreds of millions billions of dollars they all trust in this brand it's at 98% which is a very high number that I think anything above 90% is exactly what you want to see as far as uh, stability in the company because if you've got analysts out there covering the stock you want to see what they are focused on and they, they trust in the stock, which we're going to get into analyst recommendations as far as in the next section. So that was Google Finance. Now we're going to switch over to Finviz. Again, that's F-I-N-V-I-Z.com. In this area, we're actually going to look at the company. You need that stock symbol here. So the stock symbol is T-I-F. You need to plug that into Finviz and... The first thing you'll notice, it doesn't give you all the options as Google Finance, but it gives you a lot more information, which is really cool to see. So first thing I see, I see the technical chart. Technical analysis means how is the stock trading? Is it in a upward trend or downward trend sideways, which means they're not really experiencing any growth. Um, those as far as how it's trading. And the next thing I see below that is all of the ratios and this is what when you look at ratios the ratios are derived from the company's financial statements their income statements their cash flow statements and what what the analysts look at as important indicators into the company I see as if I look at the bottom of the page this is what I was talking about some of those sell-side analysts and what they see as well as far as um, are they are they expecting the company to grow or are they expecting it to kind of go sideways or are they expecting it to go down so the last three analyst recommendations were outperform neutral to a buy and another outperform what that means to me is that there's kind of a 
a mid-level, like, are they experiencing, are they thinking about growth? Are they thinking it's going to grow kind of sideways, which means they're not, they're not really going to be a huge catalyst, which means something that's going to drive the stock price higher and the company higher because they're expecting uh, more expansion, if you will. And we're going to dive deeper into that in the investor relations section. So the next thing I want to kind of look at here is looking at some of the ratios that could be important for a uh, retail. It's also like kind of a re retail, but also um, almost like a minerals company too, because they are selling diamonds, but they also have stake into finding uh, both good deals and as well as getting hooked up with profitable suppliers as well. But they are technically looked at as a service company that sells majority of jewelry and diamonds for the most part. That's what they're known for in that little blue box, if you will. I see that they're, we talked about their price earnings ratio in the Google Finance section. And then I see in their forward PDE, they're actually experienced, looks like it's going to be less. So that means they're looking to, their growth is going to slow down. It's right, right above a 25. Their forward PDE is a, a 21. Basically, it's lower, means they're expecting slower growth over the next 12 months. That's all that means. And other things I see as far as a current ratio, that's a really good sign. Current ratio is uh, 6.2. Let me explain what the current ratio means. Current ratio is, do is the company have more assets than liabilities, more less debt as a, as a company overall? And it's assets divided by the liabilities. So right now they're at 6.2. That means their assets are much larger than their liabilities and their debt, which is a good sign of health as far as overall, as far as company. And then I'm looking at their earnings per share, what they're expecting over the next year. And it looks like they're looking at for a eight, almost a 10% um, increase in their earnings per share. Looking at their profit margins, how much are they making every time they make a sale. Um, profit margins around 11%, which is pretty low. I don't know if that could be an indicator as far as how diamonds trade overall, as far as it's a slim margin, but their gross margin is 62%. So that means what are they grossing overall as a company along with these, these, um, these margins? How profitable is the company overall? And these are all very good signs as far as um, kind of steady, slow growth. Even for a mid-cap company, these are good things to see. So, so far, I don't see any red flags um, for how Tiffany's is positioned in the marketplace. And then I need to look at net income. I'm going to come back to that. So reminder for myself, as far as what their net income is, as far as what their dividend payout ratio. So we talked about the payout ratio as far as health in a company. And as a rule of thumb, you don't want your company paying, I think it's about 55 to 60% to almost 80%. That is a red flag and a sign of instability in the company because that means all of their money they're generating, they're just paying that out to shareholders instead of also focusing on future growth of the company, which also benefits shareholders. So you want like a good mix of that. Tiffany's payout ratio by looking at their net income, um, which you take how much their dividends they're paying out divided by their net income, which is after they get done with all their expenses, um, his payout ratio is around 50%. So that's fine. That's safe. We kind of passed all those red flag sniff tests as well. One more thing before we move on is uh, looking at inventory turnover. Inventory turnover is a good gauge of how often a company is turning over its inventory because if, let's say, 
you've got a slow demand cycle, which I would expect from a diamond retailer. If you've got a slower demand cycle, you're going to expect a lower in inventory turnover. A few weeks back, we talked about Buckle. Buckle was a retailer that sells clothes, um, shoes, eyewear, you know, sunglasses, things like that. They should have a higher inventory turnover ratio because they should be turning over their stuff faster because of trends, um, brand awareness. And if you're not, then you're going to have to. They're going to have to re result to increasing their increasing sales. Say we're going to discount things at fifty percent because we've got all this other merchandise and inventory coming in the door next month. We've got to get rid of all this other inventory, so we're going to slash prices, which reduce profit margin, which reduces your net income. It's all tied in together and how we look at that. Tiffany's inventory turnover ratio is, let's say, for the quarter ending in April, April 30, 2017, it's the most recent, was 0.11. For as when we looked at Buckle, theirs was like 1.1 and industry average was 4. So they were they were behind the rest of the industry by 75%. That's bad. Tiffany's is at 0.11 in the in the industry average is So I looked up the inventory turnover trends on jewelry stores and the standard turnover ratio is around 1.3. That's a little bit of a red flag with Tiffany's coming in at only 0.11. However, if I look at the historicals for the last uh, four quarters, they had inventory turnover ratios at 0 0.65, 0 0.67, 0 0.68. So recently, they've experienced a decline, a major decline by almost 80%. That's a sign of weakness and could be the reason why their forward PDE forward price to earnings ratio is actually the outlook is is uh, less than what it is right now. So we talked about their experience. They're going to experience slower growth in the future. This could be one of the indicators why, because they've got, they're not turning over their inventory fast enough, which all goes back and ties into the brand. Think about in terms of this, you've got 10 different jewelry stores. They all sell the exact same diamond. What differentiates it? What makes you go to Tiffany's? There's brand, there's brand awareness, there's a customer experience. How do they make you feel when you walk in the door? That all relates into enhancing the customer experience as well as developing the brand further. That's why inventory ratio is an important piece of this piece. So the last item we're going to go to is the company itself. And you kind of go into a Google search bar and type in Tiffany's Investor Relations. When I go into their Investor Relations section, there's piece of the puzzle that I'm looking for. Um, two things that I want to focus on, and I went ahead and did some homework in advance, so that way I didn't do on the show, is listen to their last earnings call to see what their top-level executives are thinking about the company going forward as well. So when I want to go in there, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, I'm kind of looking in their investor relations section, and I want to click on their letter from their chairman of the board on what they see going forward and what are they projecting because they have to be very transparent with all of their investors as well as the analyst. That's one of the requirements for um, companies today and their directors. So it looks like they they approved a recent increase in their qu quarterly cash dividend. We talk about the 50%, which means it's very safe. 
they're going to go ahead and repurchase shares. And by repurchasing shares and growing their dividend, these are both good signs for a company's health and as well as stability. Um, dividend growth, that thing sp speaks for itself, why that's important. But buying back shares, let's say you own 100 shares and your stock's trading at $100. So if you've got... So if you've got 100 shares and the stock and the stock's trading um, at like $100, so easy math. And if I reduce the overall share count, so if the company's got let's say you know a million shares outstanding, and I reduce that down to let's say 900,000, your shares are automatically going to go up because I'm reducing your denominator on what the share value is, because that means the shares are more valuable because there's less of them and less available on the open market for those institutional traders which are looking to spend hundreds of billions of dollars. Going further, other things that I'm looking for is what are they ex expecting as far as um, their growth and it looks like in 2016 because remember 2017 is a gauge of what they did in 2016. This is all lagging indicators. I'm looking, I want to see forward what they look at for growth. They opened 11 stores. They relocated five, so those five are kind of a wash. They closed five, which is a net of six new stores. And they're, it looks like they're re, 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 renovating their stores as well, um, looking to enhance the customer experience and customer engagement within their stores, which could help them increase their sales as well. The last thing that I wanted to cover outside of this section was I, I, you know, I took a view of their recent conference call and listen to their analysts and their board of directors kind of say, what are they saying and what are they being transparent about going in the future? So the, the first thing that I picked up on was they made a very strong emphasis on pursuing a customer relationship management tool, a CRM, to enhance the Tiffany's experience. And what that means is they might be engaging with a sales force. They want to find out more about their customers, find customers that are like if so, if I find a perfect demographic that likes to buy a $3,000 diamond ring, how do I replicate that out and find more people that also want to buy those rings and make sure that I'm gathering that business and they're not going somewhere else? So it looks like they're going to be investing into a CRM tool in the future. They're looking to debut a new product in the fall. They didn't give away a lot of what they um, what the product's going to be, but it's going to be something in their stores that is going to be more of a fall collection is a um, thing to generate sales because they're looking at seasonality of how do they take existing customers and say, hey, I've got maybe a new idea or a new fashion for you or maybe a new pair of earrings. So they didn't go into detail, but they did say they've got new products coming out in the fall. And um, another thing to talk about as far as global. So Tiffany's is a global brand. You can find Tiffany's all over the world today. They talked about um, figuring out ways to optimize their global store openings. And what I mean by optimize is if, let's say, it takes me uh, six months to open a store, optimizing is finding, finding ways to make store openings faster and generate profit faster for the company as well. So instead of maybe six months, maybe I can scale out down to five by focusing on things that are more important to customers and less important for the company as well. Maybe I don't need to have an extra boutique in the back. Whatever they got to figure out, that's what they're focusing on. And then the last item they really focused on was enhancing their brand awareness with marketing spend. And this touches on the first item, which is that customer um, customer relationship management tool with Salesforce, is enhancing that brand awareness by making sure that 
not only their existing customers, but also prospective customers know about their brand. I'd say uh, most women that I know and that know their little blue box is just very consistent with the Tiffany's brand about what's what's inside that box or that bag. That's what they're really trying to focus on is making sure people are very aware of that Tiffany's brand, which is a very important uh, piece for when you get very stable companies. Um, kind of think about like soft drinks. The first two minds you think of are Coke and Pepsi. You don't really think about all the other mom and pop brands. That's the definition of brand awareness. If you say, I want to go, you say today, like, I want to Google something. You don't say, I want to go search for something on the website, on the web. I want to Google it. That's a brand. You also, it's like replacing a product with a brand. I want a Kleenex. I don't want a tissue. You're, you're actually replacing the brand, the product with a brand. So that's what Tiffany's is focusing on as far as their marketing spend and their brand awareness. And those are all the pieces that we want to cover today. So we went through Google Finance. We went through finviz.com, which is more of the technical and fundamental analysis. We went to the customer, uh, the company's investor relations section, listened to their conference call. I did. I did make you do it and figured out what they're actually going to be doing over the next 12 months to have consistent growth as their company. All in all, Tiffany's looks like a very salt, saw, uh, a very solid and safe brand to invest in. I think it's something that could be part of your portfolio. Um, you know, let's say you wanted to scale into it. If you want to invest and by scale in, I mean, you want to take a $5,000 stake. You don't need to do that all right away. You can invest a thousand dollars a month over five months. You can invest, um, $500 a month over 12, over 10 months. Or if that 5,000 is too, too rigorous, maybe it's a thousand dollars. Maybe it's a scale in of a hundred dollars a month over a 10, 10 month period or $50 a month over a two year period. Whatever is comfortable for you, that's the things that ComputerShare offers because you can buy, the reason why I really like it is you can buy fractional shares instead of saying, I need to buy a one share at $92 so I get I can buy one share. No, you can buy that 1.2 um, shares in Tiffany's company by purchasing $100 or $50, whatever's more convenient for you as a consumer. So those are all the things we went through. I like Tiffany's as a stock. I like all the fundamentals. I think it's definitely something that could be added to your portfolio, something you should take a look at. And uh, that's how we're going to leave it today. If you've got any questions uh, about the podcast or comments, you know, go ahead and send me an email to alex.richwagon at gmail.com with an E, not an O, on that Richwagon. Or you can visit my website, alexrichwagon.com. That's got all the links to my previous podcast. And as far as any articles that I've written, all those are um, there as well and links to my book. So um, that's how we're going to leave today's show. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to send that email in. And uh, have a good day. Bye. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.